right? There are some of us who grew up in circumstances that we wish were better. We may have grew up in a home where we don't know our mom, we don't know our dad, or we don't live with any of our parents. We have some in this room who have their mom and their dad. We have those who wish their circumstances were better. But the question becomes for each one of us as we consider this world and this culture is this. It's that no matter what our circumstances, we all live in a dark world. We live in a world that's dark because our world has been infiltrated with sin. Just think about it. Just last week in this country, about six young girls under the ages of 18 to 16 to 18 attacked a girl and killed her over a cell phone. You see, we live in a world where stuff like that happened. We live in a world where we see people blowing up buildings all around the world. This is the world that we live in. We live in a dark, dark world. We live in a world that's messed up. We live in a world that when we look at it, sometimes we wonder, what hope do we have? And the question for all of us tonight is this, as a Christian, what are we to do in this dark world? How are we to influence the culture? How are we to influence this world that's so dark and so full of sin? What are we supposed to do as Christians? You see, we need to recognize something. That the world was no different back then than it is right now. Where people died just over small things in the Bible. By lying. Here it is, we have a world that is just as we look at it. And, and you know what reality is, is that there are many people who will tell you that the world is coming to an end. Guess what? Jesus could come any day now. But the reality is they've been saying that for many years now. When we face storms and we face these hurricanes that have come in and they're getting worse and worse, people say, oh, you've got to get ready. And yes, we all need to get ready. But again, the question becomes, how do you, how do I influence culture? Well, Jesus on the Sermon on the Mount, he told it exactly what he wanted to do because he recognized that we live in a dark world. In Matthew 5, 13, it says this. You are the salt of the earth, but if salt has lost its taste, how shall its saltiness be restored? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled under people's feet. Let me ask a question. What is salt used for? To bring flavor, right? Let me ask a question. How many of y'all like McDonald's fries? Anyone here like McDonald's fries? I feel like, honestly, I don't eat McDonald's, nothing else, but I think to me, their fries are the best. All right, well, you don't like potatoes, but I can't do anything about that, right? But it's something about, it's something about McDonald's fries, all right? And you know what I think it is to do with McDonald's fries? The saltiness. They put a lot of salt in their fries. And it tastes good, all right? Now, you have some people who will come to McDonald's, and because they don't want salt, they will say, do me salt, and do me fries without salt. And I'm thinking, that just sounds nasty, right? Why would I want salt? Why would I want fries without salt? Because salt brings out the flavor. It's just like a steak. People put salt in a steak to bring out the flavors. 
Yes. All right. So here it is. We are called to be salt. We are called to bring flavor into this world. We are called to bring something that is good in this world. Because the, the world that we live in is messed up. The world that we live in is dark. The world that we live in is just full of sin and hatred. Verse 14 says, You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. How many of you have ever been on a family island like Long Island or somewhere like that where you are just driving down the road and all of a sudden it's just completely dark? And you just see this light on the hill or a light in a distance. You know, some of y'all have been there, right? Let me ask a question. When you are going down, when you, listen, when you are going down a road like that, a dark road, dark long road, what comes to your mind sometimes? What, what's that? Rob, robberies? All right. And destruction, all right. Someone said ro robbery destruction. Someone, listen. Some of you watch horror movies. You probably think to yourself, this is like a horror movie. Like, it's, we're going down a dark road and we don't know what's going to happen. But let me ask this question. If you are going down a dark road, what, do, what are you drawn to? Light. Light. And this is what Jesus said in this sermon. He said he, we should be a light. We should be a light in a dark place that shines bright, that people can see on a hill. Not that we have a flashlight in our hands, but that we should be different. When we are surrounded by darkness in this world, we should be a light that shines bright by the way we live our lives. And we should influence the culture. We should influence the people around us. But what normally happens? What normally happens is this, culture sucks us in, and we become like culture. We want to become popular so we can do whatever we can to be popular. If our friend says, you know what, let's go and go after this guy or girl because they did this to me. Over small things. We know of guys who get in fights because someone stepped in our shoes. You know, the list goes on, all right? Because we live in a corrupt world. And this is what verse 15 said, Nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand that gives light to all in the house. You see, there's no one in this room who's going to say, when BPL turns your power off, that you're going to say, let me light a candle now, let me just put it out. It doesn't work that way. We're going to put it in the center of the room to draw the most light we can for everyone in the house. That's what we are to do as Christians. As we consider our world, we consider how dark and how messed up things are around us, we need to recognize that we are this light that's supposed to shine bright. Jesus himself said, I am the light of the world. And Jesus says to us as his followers, as his disciples, that you are the light that shines bright for me. In the same way, let your light shine before others so they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. It doesn't, say, it doesn't say anything about do good works and let's brag on myself. No, no. We just put a do work, good works and point to our Father in heaven. You see, too many times in our world, we're all about self. We're all about getting recognition for ourselves. And that's not what God is talking about. He's saying that we are to be a light that shines bright. 
We are to bring hope into this dark world. We are to show people through our lives what it means to live for Christ. We are to be light in a dark place. When BPL turns the power off, and when it's dark, we want light. You see, there are many people, especially your age, who are searching for something more. Because you know what happened? We have tried everything in life and we have found no satisfaction. We have put our hope in drugs. We have put our hope in alcohol. We have put our hope in sex. We put our hope in all these things. In girls, we put our hope in guys. And you know what's end up happening to all those things? They have failed each and one, everyone, each of us. All those things have failed us. All of them. But there's only one thing that can satisfy. And that's the relationship with Jesus Christ. And that's why he has called us to be a light in this dark world. He's called us to bring hope into this world. He's called us to make a difference for those around us. The question is, what are you doing as a Christian? What are you doing as a believer? Are you making a difference? Are you pointing people to Christ? 1 Peter 2.12 says this, Keep your conduct among the Gentiles honorable, so that when they speak against you as evildoers, they may see your good deeds and glorify God in the day of visitation. So let me just tell you something as a Christian. People are going to talk about you. They're going to run you down to the dogs, but you know what the reality is? If you're living a life that's worthy of calling yourself a believer, let them talk about you. Because you're pursuing Christ. And you know what's going to happen? If I hear a story about one of you and I know you're living for Christ, I will say to myself, not that person. But you know what happens to a lot of us is that we can't take, you know, if people say something bad about that person, we're like, well, boy, we probably believe it. Because we see how they act. They see the conduct that they normally, what the things they normally are doing. But the Christian, we're called to be different. We're called to be a light in a dark world. So I want to challenge you. I want you to think about this. What type of influence are you to your friends? What are people saying about you? I don't want you to answer that. I want you to just think about that. If I had to pull up into your school and I talk to some of your friends and your teachers, what type of person would they tell me you are? All right? But here's the thing, right? Just because everyone is doing this thing and following the crowd, we are supposed to stand up for what we believe. Be different. Be a light that shines in a dark place. So how do we apply this? Being different will always be difficult, but it's the right thing to do. Let me say it again. Being different will always be difficult, but it's the right thing to do. You see, when you do things that are right, it's going to be unpopular to the world. You're going to lose friends. But you know what? It really doesn't matter. Because when you're trying to please God, that's where your hope comes from. That's where you find all your hope and strength. And as a Christian, as we think about being a light, we are that hope in this dark world. So I challenge you, make a difference. Be different. 
and bring honor to glory to God in whatever you do. Father, we thank you for tonight. We thank you for your love. And we thank you for all you've done. And we just pray now that you continue to be honored in all that we do. And I just thank you for how much you love us, that you would send your son to die for us. And thank you that we could be a light that shines for you. We just pray in Jesus' name. Amen. <laughs>